Lights, camera, Robin. <laughs> hey, Goops. Hello. How are you? I'm good. It's been a long week. I know. I haven't seen you since... Saturday. Saturday, last yeah. week. Yeah. It's a long week, but it's the exact same number of days every single week, which blows my mind. I know. Some weeks definitely feel longer than others. Yeah. Did you have a good week? Didn't have a bad week. Did you miss me? Not really. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm kind of just hoping this ends fairly quickly today. Okay, you don't need to be mean. Welcome to Bad Vice. Welcome to Bad Vice, everybody. Episode four. Episode four can won't believe, be a snore. Can you believe we've stuck with it this long? Yeah, that's a month, isn't it? Yeah. Four weeks. Well, we put two out at once. Yeah, we kind of cheated the system there, but yeah. what is Bad Vice, Robin? Bad Vice is a podcast where the two best friends in the whole wide world mm-hmm. sift through the internet mm-hmm. and find the strangest, greatest advice columns this side of the planet <laughs> not the other side with friggin europe and all that yeah, crap on this side of the planet canada only guys and, canada only well i'm pretty sure most of our podcasts or our advice columns are american oh my god you really blundered early on all right <laughs> i'm just warming up i'm warming up bear with me yeah i had a lot of voice cracks last week you too. sure did we need some sort of jar where we put like something we're bad at and then we gotta put a dollar every time you know and then by the end of the week we'll have a bunch of money Okay. Okay. You're you're gonna have a lot more jars than me. Mm, Things you're bad at. One jar per person, Robin. Okay. All right. Um, I can't remember who started last week. You did, I think. Okay. Um, then you start this week. Okay. All right. All right. So I've got two different ones. I've got a relationship advice mm-hmm. or parenting advice. Well, I'm really good at both, <laughs> even though I'm not in a relationship and I have no kids. <laughs> It's crazy. Uh, okay, let me think. Let me think. Because I feel like I'm really good with the kids stuff. So I kind of want to save that for the second one. Okay. So let's start with the relationship one. Okay, so this is from a little publication called Cosmopolitan Magazine. Excuse me, the sex magazine? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a little sexy. Uh, wait, uh, Cosmopolitan. That's a drink, right? It's named after a drink that women like? I believe the drink is named after the magazine. No, it's not. Abs- Are you fucking kidding me yeah the no. magazine's been around forever like since the 50s i think liquids have been a lot around a lot longer than uh, yeah, but uh, not, magazines not sexy cocktails when did cosmo even come out when do people need sex tips oh you know year one <laughs> <laughs> no uh i think the magazine's been around since like the 50s or 60s mm, i'm gonna challenge you on that and look it up after the podcast I say, great, bring it on. All right, let's get into it. Cosmo, this is going to be a, oh my God, it's going to be about like some fetishy thing, I think. Mm, I, see, I didn't want to scare you. Uh-huh. I didn't want to like freak you out. Uh-huh. And there Too are, late. <laughs> there are like fetishy ones I could have done, but I Ooh. thought I'd, we've never really done Fetish stuff. We've oh, ne- sorry. <laughs> we've never done fetish no, stuff. No. True, but we've never done any sort of relationship advice, really. We've done like old people, like with their improv classes. Yeah, and that was stuff. a relationship question, dude. Yeah, this is more like beginning of the relationship. So, oh, fresh um, into it. Yeah, so I thought I'd ease us in, and maybe next week we'll get. Well, maybe we'll get gradually sexier, but mm-hmm. we got to work up to that. Let's kind of start stuff. slow. Yeah. So uh, this one's called, "If a guy is bad at texting, does it mean he's not interested in me?" 
Mm, ow. This is a phenomenal title because a plethora of things just come to my mind just yeah. by hearing that because, you know, I I don't text people back because, I don't know, it's, it's not a neglection thing. It's more like I just forget to and then people take it as malicious, you know? I don't think... You've ever not responded to one of my text messages. Oh in my fact, God. I received I received text messages from you in abundance. Literally last night, I got a message from you. Should I read it? I don't know what message you're gonna read. <laughs> you know, I don't. This is the kind of thing I get uh, from Gorian. It says, "I saw a big barrel of watermelons at Loblaws mm. and got hyped, mm-hmm. but they were all not." Good. I squeezed it with my hand. It was like squeezing a, a baby's soft head. I could like push my fingers into the melon. And that's not a good rind that you want. You want a, a hard rind I for really, a watermelon. I really appreciate that you keep me in the loop of these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. I also sent you that other uh, text the other day. Wireless glue guns. I still think that's a good idea. I laughed so hard. I was gluing stuff in my apartment earlier today. And I, I'm trapped by the cable. I am trapped by the cable of where I can glue things versus wireless glue guns. Guns are wireless. Flashlights are wireless. Why aren't glue guns wireless? Wow. I'm so sorry we got way off topic we just did, by the we title. Did. But, Gorian, that's a great idea and I think you should pursue it. Thank you. Okay. Cosmo. Cosmo. You ready? We should have, you should have brought Cosmos for us. It's a little early in the day, but... That's true. Next week. Next week. Okay. We don't want me being drunk again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I recently matched with a guy on Bumble, and so far, I feel like we have really hit it off. We have great conversations together. I feel like I'm always laughing hysterically, and I like to think the sex is pretty good, too. I never want to match with someone who laughs hysterically. <laughs> and hysterically. <laughs> that like woman's hysterical, hyena. yeah. Um, the only downside... The only downside. There's only one downside. Yeah. Only one. Is that he isn't an awesome texter. Uh-oh. Deal breaker, ladies. <laughs> Cut this boy out. I am used to pretty much talking to guys I'm interested in almost daily. Well, yay, yay. I mean, yeah, of course. Even... What do you mean, ay, ay, ay? I just feel like that's... Anyway, just... You have to... Let me keep reading. <sighs> because you'll see. Um... I'm used to pretty much always talking to guys I'm interested in almost daily, even if it's just a hope your day went well kind of text. We have some fun conversations via text, but they usually happen just once or twice a week, and he always stops responding to me. Since we only hang out once a week, I can't get a good read on him because of this. Uh, I'm sorry. So they hang out. They've been hanging out. They met on Bumble. And they hang out once a week. One, yeah, I mean, that's enough. That is enough. Yeah, and he doesn't text you back fast enough? Yeah, and and but they also have good conversations, but then sometimes he just stops talking. Maybe she thinks they have good conversations. Cause... I feel like she's a bit needy. Yeah. Here we go. We're getting into it, though. Oh, my God. Because nothing right now is Cosmo-y, so let's see. My issue is understanding if I should equate bad texting with lack of interest. Mm. We were both looking at his phone at one point, and I saw he got a new Bumble connection, which made me sad, but I can't not expect it. It's only been five dates. Oh, this girl. Five dates, one date a week. That's 62 weeks. Um... (laughs) After how many weeks do you delete the dating app if you're well, d- I think seeing someone like that? It's kind of like it has to be 
you have to decide that you're only going to see each other, right? You I, could be dating, you could be seeing the person every week for three months and still seeing other people. Excuse me, no. But, no. Yeah. If a girl is doing you, that to me, I'd be very upset with her. <laughs> it's me or nobody. Okay, well that's a lot. Answer my texts. It's a lot to expect from a young lady in 2018. I feel like after like a month maybe? you have i think you have to have the conversation like are we what are we uh, yeah you if you want to only see him you have to t- you have to ask him if this is what but that's a tough conversation because you're also like am i in it more than you are mm-hmm. but you also should decide that and realize that before you end up getting your feelings hurt the dude got a bumble match right in front of her <laughs> gangster dude <laughs> that's an alpha move right there <laughs> that boy is red pilled hard <laughs> Continue. We have hung out every weekend since meeting and a great time in person. That's a type A great time in person. <laughs> I think it must be. We have a great time in person. So I'm hoping that means something. Online dating is hard, man. Am I overthinking? Absolutely you are. Hell yeah. Girl, chill out. If you, if you have a problem and you... You need to talk to him, you know, like, don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the fact that she's like holding back means that she's getting a sense that he's not into it as much as she is. Yeah, especially that, like, I assume she does like the double text where, um, you know, she gets the last text and it's the next day and she really wants to talk to him. So you get those two bubbles back to back and that just spells needy to me. Yeah, it's the worst. We've all done it. Yeah, and then if she, if he doesn't reply to the double text, oh, you can't do triple. the triple. Yeah, no, Just you end can't. it there. Got to. It's tough, but like, if if a guy is into you, he makes sure that you know, right? Like, guy, yeah, the guy will. The guy for will sure make sure you know. that you you know when a dude is into you because he's like, also a dude. If he's really into you, he doesn't want you dating other people. Hmm. And I feel like they're more likely to get jealous. So I feel like she's needs to go with her gut on this. And maybe was that the end of the question? That's the end. Okay, so I'm I'm just gonna decipher it a bit more. Please do. Um, so he doesn't reply back to texts. Oh, but he does, but just not, not as much as she would not like. Not as much as uh, she would like him to text. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so that's Bing Bing Bing. Uh, first warning sign. You know, second warning sign. Once a week on the weekends. Kind of seems like if he was into you, he'd try and do like, like some me- yeah meet up in the evening after work or something like that. Let's yeah. grab a drink or something, you know. Yeah. But he's like ah, Saturdays, Saturdays when it's convenient for me. Yeah, yep. So and then also he keeps the app, you know. He keeps the app running and doesn't even try to hide it on her, you know. What a comedic moment that they're both looking at his phone and he just gets this bumble Bing. match. Yeah. What is it? What is the sound from Bumble? I... <laughs> yeah, it's something. You like get that. stung you on get Bumble. Stung. You get stung. You get stung. Um, I don't know. I I delete my Tinder the second I get a match. That and get to her number. I'm like, all right. You're like, let's done. do this it. Is yeah, it. and this is it. Wife up. Only going up from here. How's that working out for you? Desperately lonely. <laughs> Desperately, please find someone for me on Bumble on Tinder. On potato.com, any dating site. Ladies, in case you haven't picked up on this, Gorian is available. Yeah, maybe a little bit. And he... I text back all the time. Honestly, you will know about... I would love for you to start dating someone, and then maybe I'll get less watermelon updates. Oh, my God. 
No, you'll always get my watermelon updates. <laughs> Good. Um, I was just kidding. So is this like a, uh, do we know what kind of like column this is? Is this like a person or is this kind of like a public oh, inquiry? Yeah. This guy is named Logan. Logan. Logan Hill oh, is his name. I love the name Logan. I, it's weird to me that Cosmo has a dude answering, but I guess it's Excuse women. Me. Why? Because it's a women orient. Don't, I can see that. Don't make that. Sex is for everybody. Yeah, but you would think. But I guess what they're what they're trying to do is like women want the advice of a man to be like, "This is I'm having this problem with a dude. What do you think is going on?" Yeah, of course. Right. Men know everything. Well, no, but they understand a bit better the convoluted way men think. This should be a tag team. We should be replying to these things on Cosmo. We should. You get the dude's perspective, and then this dork's perspective. You're the dork. <laughs> If you couldn't tell. Yeah, I feel like that's what we're doing here. I know. Um, Holy shit, we just reinvented the podcast on the podcast. And I think that this question is great because a lot of people can relate to it. I certainly can. And Mm. I was interested to know what you would think because Mm -hmm. I've totally felt this way. I'm the guy. You're the guy. I'm the bumbler. (laughs) Um, And guess what, lady? I ain't texting you back yet. I I will because, again, lonely. (laughs) Uh, let's do the answer. I, I'm very curious what Logan says. I think I like the name Logan just because it has a G in the middle. There's no names with a G in the middle that I don't like. Margaret? You like that name? Isn't it spelled like Margit? Mar... No. No. I swear to God, it's like M-A-R-G-O-T, but people are like, it's Margaret. Oh, that's Margot. That's a different name. How do you... So the T is silent. Uh, yeah, it's French. Get, get that T out of here. Um... Your name has a silent J in it. And no, that's... you pronounce the J. Yeah, yeah, gore, yeah, Anne. Gore, yeah, Anne. Gorian. I love it when you say your name like that. Okay, you ready? Yes. Apologies if you've heard me say this before, but nine times out of ten, overthinking is just another word for under talking. Right off the bat, we're getting some. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> overthinking. It's just another word for under talking. Does that um, apply um, for all overthinkers, like doctors and stuff? Am I overthinking this? I'm just under talking it. Well, yeah, you need to talk. You need to talk your to the patient. To, yeah, to yeah. your to your colleagues. Um, did real quick. Did the person sign off as something funny? Like no, no. Cosmo, Cosmo step up your just, column game. Yeah, I know. I do love a good send off. Send off, and then when they're like, dear, yeah, so dear texts a lot because I don't think she left a name. Like, what are we supposed to call her? Crazy girl. <laughs> Crazy girl. All right. Let's, let's Logan got. woman. Logan. So apologies if you've heard me say this before, but nine times out of ten, overthinking is just another word for under talking. There are a million things in the world to worry about, and mind reading is never the solution. The solution? Uh, I she's she... trying to predict. She's like, he didn't text me back, so he's thinking this. Oh. That's, that's how you get yourself into a crazy girl cycle. And we have all been there. Right, ladies? We have another uh, psychic this week again. We do. Oh, my goodness. The easiest way to get what you want, whether that's a relationship boundary or the appetizer at a restaurant, is to ask for what you want. Mm-hmm. I want to only date you. I want to only eat prime rib. <laughs> You gotta ask. But I want those appetizers to come by because they look kind of good too, you know? Ask, ask, and you shall receive. They stop me sometimes. Your issue isn't just whether he texts enthusiastically or not, it's about communication in general. 
Step back from the phone and ask yourself the big picture question. What do you want? I think you don't just want him to text more. You want to define this relationship or at least get a better sense of where you stand with this guy. He's basically what we said. Yeah. Yeah, killing it. You're afraid to talk to him about it directly, probably because you're afraid he might not be on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. I just said that. Mm -hmm. I get it. It's awkward to put your true feelings out there. But it's been five dates and you don't know where you stand with this guy who you're dating and sleeping with and who you seem to really like. The reason you don't know how he feels isn't just because he doesn't text enough, though that may be true. More important, it's because you haven't talked to him. Yeah, ladies. You gotta be vocal. You have to say what you're feeling because I hate the whole mind reader thing. I hate the whole... Yeah, would you prefer... Like, would how would you feel if you were like seeing a girl once Mm -hmm. a week... And she just straight up asked you, like, where's this going? Would that stress you out? Would that make you not want to see her? I'd say this is going to the McDonald's because I'm a little hungry right now. And I want the prime rib. I'd say (laughs) I'm not one of those people that's, like, dating all these people on the side. Like, I'm not like a Miranda or the other (laughs) three sex people on that show. Whatever the sex in the city. Yeah. In or on? In the city. Sex, sex and the city. No, no. It's, it's sex in the city. Inside the city. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't do that thing where it's like I got like eight women lined up and I'm dating them one every week, you know, because <laughs> it's hard enough getting one to like me, <laughs> which is why uh, I don't have this problem because I grab someone and I hold on to them for dear life. But yeah. yeah um, a serial monogamous. Who was the last person you texted on your phone? Read out the last text you sent. I think it was to my landlord. <laughs> text Please message? don't kick me out. I also texted you saying that I was on my way. Uh-huh. Um, I think my last text was good morning to my mom. Oh, stop. Um, so and then 7631, because that's what I text to get the bus updates oh. for my work. Uh, yeah. A lot of text to that uh, little update thing for the bus. Love it. I texted my landlord. And oop, texting my ex-boyfriend. Oh, my God. <laughs> and guess what? It was a double text. <laughs> no. No, it was not. It was a response to something he said to me first. So. Oh, my goodness. There okay. Go. Let's. Con- is this uh, how much more we got with Logan? He, he goes on. He goes on. I yeah. feel like there's not much to say about this other than. I know. I feel like we kind of saw. But you know what? Crazy girls need a lot of guidance. That's why they write into Cosmo. And I, I, I use the word crazy word with or crazy girl with kindness because I truly have been this person. Mm-hmm. We've all been the crazy girl once or twice. Have and you? Then, yeah, we all have. And you kind of step back and you're like, you're like, oh, who I am doing? I? Oh yeah. my god, I'm better than this. I'm way better than this. So this is this is a question for the masses. It's mm-hmm. You can play along at home too. Uh, just say the advice you think they should get out loud wherever you are. Uh, bathroom, streets. Uh, See if it matches room. with us. Yeah. yeah. Doctor's room. I'm not saying that texting doesn't matter. Obviously, it does. And though some guys just don't love to text all day, and no, it doesn't necessarily mean they're not interested, a text history can also be really helpful when you're trying to figure out where you stand. One benefit to digital communication is that you get to keep an accurate record of how you've actually texted or emailed. Or blackmailed. (laughs) Or blackmailed. Sometimes it's deeply satisfying to see that record. Other times, a paltry collection of disappointing texts can be an index of how little you've actually connected. Do you keep your texts? I think they delete after 30 days. I don't think that's true at all. 
I think I've said it because my I'm always filling oh, up my phone. You text a lot. Oh uh, yeah. You're a real Tommy Texter over there. Yeah, that's a me. Ooh, Tommy Texter. Hey, it's me, Tommy. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's some like I'm a big screenshotter. If there's oh, something yeah. I want to keep, I and got you. Yeah. I'm like I gotta keep that. I got some texts from you that I've kept. All of them. No way. But they are funny sometimes and I keep them. Thank Mostly you. for blackmail too. When yeah, you say true. nice things, you very rarely do. So I keep Don't those. Don't tell people I say nice things about you, all right? Sometimes we have this podcast so shtick where nice. you're the idiot and I'm the freaking golden boy. And then sometimes he just says things and they're so cute oh, and I stop. gotta keep them. Just read Logan's <laughs> reply. Texting aside, the bottom line here is the same for anyone who isn't communicating. Never assume the best. Wait, what? Never assume the best because hope is always going to cloud your judgment. Assume he's dating multiple women until he confirms otherwise. Good idea. Always assume every man's fucking at least 15 women, I think. I always Just to be do. Safe. I always do. Yeah. Lucky number 16. <laughs> That's me. Uh, Get in line. I'm going to be the one that changes him. Banana butt. Banana butt. I'm at the front of the line now. If you if you want to know for sure, ask him. Tell him what you want, what you will tolerate, and what you deserve. That's right. Mm-hmm. Be a queen. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to lay down absolute ultimatums, but you should at least know the deal because it's impossible to tell if it's a good deal for you if you don't know the terms. If you think it wouldn't be cool for him to date other women while you're while you date him, tell him. Yeah, man. It yeah. seems but you know what? When we're in this headspace as single people, sometimes it's hard to see mm-hmm. that as like, even though it seems so obvious, like our judgment can be clouded. You can always think that you're in the right. And then sometimes you're not. Um, I've never experienced this, but I've seen it happen to a lot of my friends and I'm the one that has to help them out of their fucking rut, you know? Oh, yeah. You're a real... Real stallion when it comes to dating. I'm a real Logan, aren't I? (laughs) You really you nail it just right at one right after the other. And nailing it, we nailed this question. I think we did. I think that uh, I don't like this. uh, I feel like this Cosmo uh, column was just kind of like bland, almost. I don't know. Yeah, I know. the The question was kind of meh. The answer was kind of meh. I I was trying for this like more like relatable thing. Yeah, like a lot of our questions, it's like. Who on earth writes this? So I was like, maybe we'll try something that we all relate to. But I've learned my lesson. Are you ready for one that no one's going to be able to relate to? <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Let me just pull up my phone here. I guess I'll start printing these off or something. Paper? <clears throat> Gmail. Orion uh, mail. <laughs> so this one is for Miss Manners. Oh, that's what they call me. This is a short one. It's because uh, we've been going, what, 22 minutes on that last question? So aye, aye, aye. let's give the people a quick one. <clears throat> um... I, I don't want to read the the title of this because I kind of feel like it spoils it. Okay, then don't spoil it. Let me have it. Dear Miss Manners, one thing I love about my husband is that he loves people. He and a few of the men at our church usually refer to their wives as mama when talking about us. Oh, mama's hungry. You better go feed her. You better check with mama first, etc. What? They love calling people mama. It's a church thing, isn't it? I don't know. I've never been in a church. A church thing? Well, it says here, he and a few of the men at our church. So they refer to the wives as mama. That is so weird. I mean, it's weird that like a group of men do it. 
it's it's not weird if have it's you ever like called a woman mama who wasn't your mother no but like you can have a nickname or something for your spouse but when it's a group of people all with the same nickname i think that's a cult yeah it's weird creepy because we are very because we are a very close group of friends it doesn't bother me my husband also tends to call other women mamas as a term of endearment <laughs> stop <laughs> hey there mama <laughs> Thank you for the coffee there, mama. What? Can I start doing this? No. Absolutely not. Come on, mama. Gordon, remember how you just said you were like lonely and looking for a woman? Yeah, like this very. is not a way. <laughs> yeah, very. Will you be my mama? <laughs> this is uh this has got Johnny Bravo written all over it. I hate it. He coined the term it. mama. I hate this. I love it. Oh would my you God. like how attractive would someone have to be to call you mama and you'd be okay with it on a scale of one to ten? If he was calling me mama when we were like alone and having grown up time, I'd be like, like sex. Fine. Yeah. But if we were like out with people and he was like, hey, mama, I'd be like, please. Stop. You'd be so into it. You'd be like, Haha, it's our thing that we do. No, <laughs> absolutely mm. not. Especially if we were at a church. Yeah, it's true. You don't want to take mama's name in vain in a church. <laughs> But for the women who have been in his life a long time, and the women in the family, I don't mind. But it really bothered me when we went to lunch, and he said it to a complete stranger. Stop. Our waitress. No. As he thanked her for doing simply her job. He said he called her mama? A complete stranger, this waitress. He was like, hey mama, thank you for that. Oh my god, as a former waitress, (laughs) 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 I have had... A lot of crazy things what said to me. What if people called you as a waitress? I get, you know, like, sweetheart. Uh-huh. Normal stuff. Beautiful. Uh-huh. Like, Lies. <laughs> um, that's, that's all true. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> and mama. <laughs> um, but never mama. No? Uh, you ever get something that was, like, offensive? Like, sugar bongos? <laughs> hey there, sugar bongos. No, there, but, like... A lot of got a lot of the men. I worked at an Italian restaurant, and a lot of the men. Oh, Tommy Talker. Worked, Tommy, he, Tommy Texter. I'm sorry. Yeah, he. They. A lot of them thought that I looked like um, some woman from a Robert De Niro movie in the 80s. Oh, I gotta find out which one. Um, Elizabeth what the, from I forget what it's called, yeah. but they like they were obsessed, and they would always like they call me movie star. Mm-hmm. And how about you find out what that movie is, then bring the anecdote back next week when it's a complete anecdote and not just trailing off keep reading Gorian <laughs> can people sense the tension between us Robin stood up and took off her headphones and just started shaking her head and I turned off the podcast and begged her to stay I said hey mama we gotta finish this mama good lord immediately he looked at me to see how I would react <laughs> He, you can tell he's not doing this sincerely. He's doing this as like... He's like, eh, is that cute? You, no, no, no. I think he's doing this as like, you know, like how people like to embarrass their kind of like... It's like a dad thing almost, but like in a relationship. Mm. You know, like, hey there, mama. You know, like, and she just feels like very like, ooh, like cringy. And he's like... Yeah, because it's <laughs> degrading to women. How? It's like a gross nickname. Yeah, because no one wants to be a mama. It's how like assuming you? that I have women- a mama. You're my mama. I am not your mama. <laughs> Every woman is my mama. I hate that. I played it off as if I didn't hear it or it didn't bother me <laughs> by not acknowledging it. Healthy relationship. Imagine though waking up one day and being like, I'm married 
to a piece of garbage. Listen, if this is the only problem in your relationship, kudos. Because this is a this non-issue. Is clearly, if it bothers her this much, it's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> I you bet know? you that um, if she brings it up in like a year and she's like, I can't stand it that you call people mama. She would be like, you liked it. You, I thought you liked it. You know, this is another one of those things where. You gotta be vocal in the relationship. Well, yeah, communication you gotta say it. is king. You gotta speak up. Yeah. He typically doesn't do it in front of me to complete strangers, but now I feel he does it when I'm not around. <laughs> <laughs> so she assumes that he does it when she's not around, but I think this is just purely he gets a kick out of like seeing her. I think you love making these men out to be like heroes of mine. You're like you're like they're fine. They're they're just like nice funny dudes. They're not. They're not nice oh funny my dudes. God. This guy goes to church. He's not going to be doing this not. as a jerk move, dude. Cuz men who go to church aren't jerks. You think Jesus was a jerk? He saved all of our lives. I think. This has gone too far. I mean, I, I missed the middle of the the know. Jesus story. I know he was born and then he died and then he came back. Kind of like this podcast. <laughs> um so this so this is uh, Miss Manners, and let's just power through this. Okay. Gentle reader, has he considered that the ladies he so addresses who might be bothered by this? this? Who like, Miss Manners? No, but who? What? What advice column is this? Uh, I just copied and pasted this. St- I just Google uh, advice columnists and I kind of sift through them when I'm at work for a couple hours. <laughs> couple hours. Yeah. One thing I love about my husband. Oh, that's the beginning of it. Sorry, gentle reader. Has he, don't interrupt me while I'm reading these because it's very hard to keep track, okay? Okay. I'm sorry. Simple man, simple man. Has he considered that the ladies he so addresses might be bothered by this? If he loves people, <laughs> my husband loves people. Good. <laughs> 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 Who addresses their husband like that? Like, top three things about my husband, he loves people. He's a real people person. <laughs> I can't stand them. <laughs> my husband hates people, is how my wife will introduce me. Hates people? You're a real people person. Mm. If he loves people, surely he wouldn't want to offend any. True, many probably accept it as kindly meant colloquialism. Colloquial... Fuck <laughs> me, I knew that was going to happen. Colloquialism. Colloquialism. I'll edit that later. Some might consider it patronizing, but one day he's going to say mama to a stranger who has suffered a miscarriage who will burst into tears. Whoa. Uh, bit of an overstatement there, Miss Manners. Burst into... I mean, it's true. It could happen. Anything could happen. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't call people mama. It's weird. Could you imagine if I was walking around and it's I just started even, calling people it's daddy? It's not demeaning. It's it, not the same. It, papa. I love it when you call me big papa. <laughs> it's it's a fucking lyric in a song. It's, but it's true. Also, so it will be so fucking weird. What's wrong with Mama? It's not bad. It's like it's a, not bad at all. It's, mama, <laughs> it's it's fucking weird and awkward for the person saying it, but it, it does nothing to the person no, it's being said to. It, it gives them, the, it makes them feel all creepy and weird. How? If a dude that I was serving at a restaurant <sighs> said a dude in in a relationship with a, with a cut like with another yeah, woman, yeah, I'd be like. Ew. And I would definitely go back to the kitchen and tell everyone. Oh, my God. And that's how I define comment. Like, if it's enough for me to go back and tell the other waitresses about, it's a weird comment. Maybe if you're an alien that doesn't know how to, like, register social cues and stuff like that with people. But I'm positive this guy's not being like, if, hey, mama. It's like. If, if a lady was like, hey, big daddy. Like, it's. It's not the same as daddy. It absolutely it's is. It's not. Oh, it my God. Is. It's sexual and weird It's not and mommy. Mama is not sexual. <laughs> So is. No, use mama in a sexual context, Robin. Mama? 
Ooh, hey, the mama. way the wind blows. It's a fucking queen lyric, okay? It's not sexual at all. Calling anyone a mama, a papa, no! a daddy, Puff a mommy. Daddy? It's sexual. Get the he fuck was out like of here, pimp. Robin. He wasn't a pimp. He like tried to be. No, he wasn't. He wore big fur coats and purple cowboy hats. Oh my God, Puff Daddy was a pimp <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Holy shit. I guarantee you there's no way you can sexualize mama. Unless it's like 16th century Victorian era. Hey mama, and you slap a lady on her tush? Done. You sex Don't, that right he's up. Not, he's not slapping mamas on the tush. He is with, her, with his words. Yeah, he is. This he is. is. No. He is. He You're is. picturing like Johnny Bravo, but it's not like that because he's in a relationship. It literally doesn't matter with men. Men are so creepy a lot. Hey and Robin, you need if you to- haven't noticed... I am a man. You need, to, and I'm telling you as a friend, mm-hmm. you need to actively try to not be creepy, right? You can't just like cruise on through and be like, I'm not doing anything creepy. It's likely that you are, and you need to actively try to not be creepy. The next time we go to a bar, yeah, you and I, yeah, excuse me, mama, <laughs> can I have another pint, please? I will. And you guess what? She'll fucking laugh, then I'll laugh, then I'll look at you, and you'll be like, I'm not having any fun today. <laughs> I'm gonna you, finish. Th- I'm gonna finish okay. this. I'm sorry. We gotta move on, cause we're we're button heads here, like a bunch of rams. We're ramming heads here, like a bunch of butts. <laughs> Please finish. <laughs> I'm sorry, I cut you off there, Robin. I really didn't mean to do that. Whatever, Gorian. <gasps> no, you're turning on me now. Yeah, I I'm am. Sorry. I'm mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hug you after. <laughs> True. Many people accept it as kindly. Oh, I gotta say it again. Many people accept it as a Kylie meant colloquial. Okay, I already read this, actually. Colloquialism. Colloquialism. Oh, that's cute. But one day he's going to say mama to a stranger who has suffered a miscarriage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's Miss Manners' mind? It, but lots of women have had miscarriages, and it is a thing. She's not wrong. Mama. As usual, Gorian's questions take a dark. I'm not saying we should offend people with miscarriages. I'm just saying mama isn't as bad as we're thinking of it to be. I think you're downplaying it a little bit. All the men out there listening, give me a hell yeah. <laughs> and ladies. Hell yeah! <laughs> ladies. Boo! <laughs> uh, please do write in to us, though, about this. I would love to be right. That's true. One more paragraph and then we'll move on. Okay. It will be difficult to curb this. But Miss Manners suggests saying lovingly that you regard it as an intimate term of endearment and hope he will keep it in the family. So you're saying you can't call strangers mama because it's disgusting, but you can call close personal friends mama because that's not disgusting? No, it's still really weird. So no mamas. If my husband called me mama and I had no children, Uh I would be so weird. The thing, one thing that creeps me out about people who are parents is when they refer to each other as mom and dad. There's this family that used to come into the restaurant Mm And they would, and they had a teenage son. And instead of calling themselves like Harriet and Schneider, mm-hmm. it was Ma, like, hey, dad, can you hand me that? And it weirded me out. Wait, so you want teenagers to call their parents by their first names? No, no. The parents called each other mom and dad. Oh, eh, that's fine with me. I don't care. That's fine. Is that not weird? It's a job title, isn't it? <laughs> At work, do they call you like, Hey, pathetic bitch, loser. Bitch boy. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what really kind of like freaks me out? What? When people with pets call each other like, oh, mommy's here. You know? Oh, yeah. That stuff kind of weirds me out. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you're not parents. It's kind of insulting to real parents, isn't it? My mom loves her dogs more than she loves me. I love your dogs more than I love you. That's not true. All right. I think we're done with this question. Um, so let's agree to disagree. This, this is, is the first time we've not come to the same conclusion. Well, this is the image on the podcast cover. Thumbs down and a thumbs up. Yeah, we finally achieved it. Ch- <laughs> chalk one up for the big boards. Uh, I hope we disagree many times from here on out. Um, me too, because that's fun. All right. You have another one? I do. Um, Lay it on me. So this is Carvel's... <gasps> Son. No, this Mama. is... <laughs> Guess what the podcast is going to be called? It's going to be called Mama Episode. Great. Um, no, this is Carvel's column called uh, Karen Carvel's Feeding. Column. Carvel's column. Alliteration, baby. I like but it. But this isn't Carvel answering. Mm. This is a lady answering, and she takes a different approach from Carvel, much more casual. Her name is Nicole Cliff. Oh, I like that last name. Nicole Cliff? Cliff, C-L-I-F-F-E, Cliff. Ugh, never mind. Cl- Cliffy. Cliffy. Um, and let me read you her bio. Okay. Is there a picture? No, there's not. I think she's beautiful. Okay. And I just want to, I just want to like, kind of ease us into her response because it's not really the style that we're used to with Carvel. Okay. You know, Carvel's kind of proper and he, like, anyway... So Nicole Cliff lives with her husband and three children in Sandy, Utah. Mm-hmm. Utah, known for being Sandy. Yeah. Sure. Uh, she is the co-founder of The Toast, whatever that is, and has written for The Guardian, Christianity Today, um, and The New York Morning News. I wrote for Christianity yesterday. It sounds all made up. Okay. Yeah. What was the first one? Um... She's the co-founder of the toast. I don't know what the that bread is. or like the celebration. Probably the bread. I don't know. Doesn't matter. All that matters is that she's not Carvel. Yeah. Okay. But who let her on to Carvel? So someone. Column? Yeah. Someone wrote in expecting Carvel's response. I know. Oh, that would and piss they me off so much. get Nicole. So Nicole Cliffy. All right. Toast me up. Okay. In 2014, when I moved in with my boyfriend, now husband, he had 50-50 custody of his two teenage sons. Oh, shit. I didn't read you the title. The title's the best part. It's... I'm splitting my sons in half, 50-50. No. Um, it's called, My Stepsons Won't Stop Trolling Me. <laughs> I think I passed through the title of this one when I was looking for them. Okay. Oh, God. This is going to be good. In 2014, I moved in with my boyfriend, now husband. He had had 50-50 custody of his two teenage sons. After a very long, contentious divorce, for which his ex-wife very publicly blamed me, even though their marriage had been over years before I entered the picture, as if, Mm. uh, his ex-wife had moved out, taking... Oh, hold on. I'm having a Gorian moment. Taking practically everything in the kitchen with her. I moved in shortly after, placing my heirloom teapot collection in a glass display place kitchen cupboard. Who? Who? Who who is this? (laughs) 
Is this a guy with this? <laughs> no, it's a it's a it's a lady with a teapot collection. An heirloom teapot collection. Oh my god. Okay. Heirloom. Where do they even get these things? Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so honestly, right off the bat, perfect bullying material. Mm-hmm. Freaking nerd. She rolls in. Trying to be our new mom. You won't be my mama. You're not my mom. I... You're not cool enough to be my mama. Oh, please don't. Please <laughs> don't. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Okay. Um. Anyway, moving on. Uh, then I started to notice the teapots were being subtly moved. Subtly. Mm. Mm. So I just moved them back to their original positions. Not so subtly. Then they would be moved Again, <laughs> I asked my husbands and the boys if they were moving them, and everyone said no, obviously. Mm-hmm. But this kept going on. I tend to be a little OCD, and that was, and it was obvious this was starting to really bug me. Okay, hmm. I feel like that's a little bit of an overstatement. But yeah. Soon, I started to notice other things I had placed or displayed around the house also being moved. For instance, while I was out of town recently, the boys, now 18 and 20, visited the house. So not even teenage. Not anymore. This was like... 18 and 20. (laughs) But when it started, they were probably like 14 and 16. Um, Years of abuse from these boys bullying the stepmom. Yeah. When I returned, two mugs I bought on vacation and put in that display cabinet were turned completely backward. Oh my god, who cares? She's so anal retentive. Like Holy I bet shit. it's just so fun to fuck with her, yeah, you know? Yeah, I, I really want to fuck with her now, you <laughs> I know? know? Just like twist the mug a little bit. Do you imagine? So easy. I once again asked the kids if they were doing this and they both denied it. Who moved my mugs? Uh, who moved my mug 30 degrees to the left? Oh, I bet it's just the most fun thing. Also, they're not kids anymore, lady. Which makes it even better. They're right. like grown-ass men. I love it when adults bully each other like this because <laughs> you see it happening and you feel like they should stop it themselves. But it just happens. It happens when you're young. It happens when you're old. It's just like this lady is a little like. Come on. He the one of the things that you have to do to not be bullied is that you have to like not care. Yeah. Cuz if they're like moving these things around, they're doing it because you're losing your mind Yeah, they're getting a reaction out of yeah, it. If you just like mm, Yeah. Whatever. I don't care about my mugs being backwards. Honestly, <laughs> like me. I wouldn't even notice. That's the kind of personality I am. Well, she's a little OCD. Yeah, apparently. Um It may sound like I'm being silly, but I am sick and tired (laughs) of having my things moved. And what bothers me most is why someone would continue to do something that bothers me so much. Oh, what a nerd. She's been bullied for like eight years and she's never spoken. It bothers me. Why would they keep doing it? (laughs) Literally because it bothers you. You... (laughs) Are an idiot. You, 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 you dweeb L7 Dorcas. <laughs> I want to bully her now just because so it sounds badly. like so much fun. We should have the, the stepbrothers on the podcast. I somehow. feel like we would really get along. Who moved my mic a little to the left? How dare you? <laughs> I'm annoyed. This bothers me. <laughs> uh, I don't mess with their things and I'd like to not have my things messed with. Okay. Oh, and she she signed it. Teapot home scandal. 
I was going to say, it feels like a scandal to me. Yeah, it's super scandalous. Um, Honestly, I just can't imagine being this, like, slow in the world. Yeah. Like, like how, how do you not know that the only reason they're doing it is because it annoys you? How do you not know that by now? You're an adult. I literally figured that out by the time I was 10. I was like, oh, if I stop reacting yeah. to these dumb people giving me a hard time, then they'll stop giving me a hard time. Yeah, yeah it's true. Uh, How do you not realize that? If I was the stepmom and like when the kids were 14 or whatever and moved this shit for the first time, you know, I have no bloodline to them. To me, they are strangers. So I'd pull them in close and say, you touch my shit again, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> then I'm going to fuck ba- your dad and you're going to have to listen to it all night. <laughs> That'll fuck with them. That'll really grind their gears. You have to call me mama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, mama. I hate that. Um, yeah, this this bitch has got to figure it out. Like, I have no sympathy. <laughs> but here, here's the thing, though. This is the perfect question for Carvel, because Carvel's that stand-up guy that's going to give her Carvel the good. Would, remember the one that we read about the kids at the dinner table, and they, like, yes. ate off the clock place? That was a great answer. Yeah, and he was, like, the psychology of it. Like, he would be yeah. like, listen, sweetheart. And he mm-hmm. would tell her straight up. Yep. And in a, but in a very, like, eloquent, yeah. gentle way. And he now, was, like, a little jokey and stuff, too. I like that. But we've got Nicole here today. Ugh, freaking Cliffster. And I got to say, I'm worried. Not, not quite as gentle and caring. And, oh, and I would like to remind you that the name of this advice column is Care and Feeding. Care, Care and Feeding? Yeah, it's like a, a I don't know why the last like part. Like Feed but the Soul Chicken Soup or some <laughs> dumb shit like a, that? Well, no, it's a parenting uh, advice column. So Care and Feeding, you're like, that's what you do children, I guess. I don't know. Do you? Oh shit! I gotta, oh, I gotta go feed and care someone really quick. <laughs> Do you have children? <laughs> they call me mama. Mm-hmm. Okay, so dear THS Teapot Home Scandal, mm. I will first put on my serious face. Is it on? Is your serious face on? They can't see it, Robin. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Number one, <gasps> gaslighting is deeply wrong and not funny. So. I see the word gaslighting a lot. That just like means getting a rise out of someone. You're gaslighting someone. Like you're 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 the one starting the fire. You're the one yeah. lighting the gas. Sure, no, but yeah, okay. Okay. Number two. Do you actually have obsessive compulsive disorder or do you just like things to be organized? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. If the if <sighs> the latter, best to just say so. Jeez. Mm. I like that. Cause OCD is like a legitimate thing. And then people are like, oh, like my teapots in a, in a row. I have OCD. Like, mm. I think people struggle with OCD. Yeah. They don't just let it happen for eight years yeah, and then people, write some to people a like column. Can't leave the room without like yeah, twitching to the right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, then she writes, I will now remove my serious face. <gasps> <laughs> oh my god this is hilarious in all caps literally holy shit it's in all caps guys it's in all confirming caps it. and she wrote ha 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 a million times they are harmlessly trolling the shit out of you and i kind of love it that's <laughs> what she said no chill alpha move right there bro holy shit yeah. she's nicole's just oh my i'm sorry i i i made fun of your last name cliff uh you're I, you have my respect 
Uh, I will never call you mama. <laughs> Look, here's how it is. Your husband's kids are adults. They're rarely around. And mm-hmm. they think you're an asshole because you were helping their dad cheat on their mom while they were still living together as a family. Whoa, Unless what? I have misread your slightly hand-wavy timeline. Exactly. If we go back up to the top, okay. she says... Okay. In 2014, when I moved in with my boyfriend, now husband, he had 50-50 custody of his two teenage sons. After a very long and contentious divorce, for which his ex-wife very publicly blamed me, even though their marriage had been over for years before I entered the picture. It's clearly a lie. Publicly blamed her. She was like... Dundas Square. Yeah. Cheated on me! (laughs) With her! (laughs) Bitch with the teapots! (laughs) Um, oh my god yeah I don't know what to, on Facebook maybe this is just uh, a reimagining of parent trap not at all isn't it I haven't seen it but like <laughs> isn't the whole point of that movie that I'll try to like fuck with the the, the, the no. step parent well yeah they send them on a boat to the middle of a lake or something and this one they're turning the pots around it's true um, you say in an outraged tone even though their marriage had been over for years before I even entered the picture. Like this is an inarguable fact as opposed to the number one thing adulterous dudes tell their girlfriends to explain why they're dodging around town. Holy shit. Isn't that funny? She's wild. She's bananas, dude. I love her. We gotta find more for her next week. She digs in here, man. Oh my god. Was their marriage over years before? I don't know and neither do you. Holy shit. Maybe it was. What do I know? Oh, no, sorry. What I do know is that they were not divorced and they were living together in one house and he was cheating on his wife with you while the boys were still teenagers and living with both parents. That absolutely makes him an asshole and, in my opinion, makes you one as well, though not the kind of asshole who has broken a sacred and eternal and legal set of vows to a person you have pledged to love and be faithful to. Damn. We just witnessed adult bullying. She's got no time for this, girl. I think someone just broke into Carvel's office and started answering these questions without his consent. I feel like she's been... I would like to know more about Nicole because I know she's married with three kids, but I would love to know about her past relationships. Mm -hmm. I feel like... How many hands did Nicole's thing pass through with her calling this guy an asshole? I think she just went... Boom, just is there posted. No, there's no, like, checking. This is, this is a publication. I don't think you can call people that. Is it a public? Like, it's Slate.com. Slate's pretty w- well-rounded and well-renowned and <laughs> colloquial. <laughs> uh, does this mean these adorable, petty young men should be messing with your brain? No, it does not. They should instead be signing their dad up for mailing lists and political contribution websites he would find aggravating and distasteful. Damn. I know, that's funny. This, if mind-blowing. If I were their mom, would I think this was kind of funny and touching? Oh, I very much would. I think um, that's, that's something that rings very true, where it seems like th- at a young age, she should have noticed that like they were trying to bully her and... She could have spun it around. She could have spun it like a loving thing where it's How like... How annoying of her to be like, these boys are picking on me. Yeah. I'm the victim. Like, you you are a bit of a homewrecker. Well, that aside, you're their mother, right? You're yeah. the stepmom. You should... Take control. Because no one... Like, if I had a stepmom that was, like, super antsy like that and just got 
super pissed off, I'd keep doing it. But like, she should have been the cool one who was like, you know what? They're trying to mess with my teapots. I'll show them. I would be like, hey, let's get together and make a prank on your dad. Yeah. Oh my God. That's a great idea. Yeah, man. I would so be the cool. Let's fuck another guy. Yeah. Yeah. That'll that'll show him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Help me pick out the hottest outfit, (laughs) boys. Damn, you look good, mama. Buy a $20 nanny cam and position it in your china cap cupboard. When you have evidence, be airy and amused at the villain in question and make your husband have the more firm talk. If it turns out you actually have ghosts instead of benignly misguided moral Avenger stepkids, do not sign away the film rights to your story without professional representation, especially the foreign rights. Turns out it was a a man living in the walls for 10 years that was drinking tea. Nicole is a little sass monkey and I love it. Mm, I'm not a big fan. You love it. I think she should be a little bit more polite. She's not. Carvel has the edge, but then he lets you down easily, you know? This but I feel like Carvel doesn't abuse. even take the time to answer these kinds of questions. Like, he answers ones that are like, like my child I like, only wears his underpants. Exactly, and that's a solvable problem. This is just anarchy. He only answers the questions um, from people who genuinely, like, need Hence the point advice. of an advice column. But this is, like, because we've read a few now. Like, mm-hmm. last week there was the, the Reese Witherspoon one mm-hmm. where, like, the lady was so unsympathetic. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. love those ones. I hope we get more from the villain's point of view. Because right now we're just getting it from, like, you know, the the Cinderella being abused by two stepsisters point of view. Well, I mean, hardly. Yeah. So what final advice would you give this person? Uh, reevaluate your life, lady. You're yeah. so petty and you're annoying and like... She needs to take like a kickboxing class or something to like give herself uh what's she's the word lucky those for? boys Power? didn't smash those heirloom teapots right <laughs> like <laughs> count your lucky stars odds are they just hide their weed in there and that's why it's moved a little bit every week you know like oh no i gotta put in the mom's thing she never fucking drinks out of it anyways she just looks at them <laughs> who moved this well if you're listening lady lighten up lighten up what are we at 53 I think we got time for another one because this one's <laughs> pretty good. Oh, I'm excited. Um, okay, let me just see. This one's from Captain Awkward. And Captain Awkward's a new one. He was on a list of top five advice columnists you should watch or listen to or read, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, Lucinda was on that list too, which was pretty cool. <gasps> we love her. So let's just get into it. Hi, Captain. And I'm not going to read the title because it spoils it again. Okay. Hi, Captain. I'm a girl in her mid-twenties. Recently, I've been pre-dating a guy, brackets, hanging out with him and his friends, flirting a little, bracket. Nothing official. (laughs) Pre-dating. You ever pre-date someone? Oh, God, no. (laughs) Are we pre-dating, (laughs) Gloria? You know it, Mama. When they start calling you Mama, that's the pre-dating. I'm South Asian and very visibly... POC, which for the unintelligible, unintelligible, oh. <laughs> means people of color. I'm sorry. I'm not smart. One of his friends approached me and warned me that the guy has a swastika tattoo on his chest. Whoa. But is really sweet and is from the past and he's not like that anymore. Um. 
He's not like that. Rob, he's not like that anymore. He permanently wanted a swastika he's on his... not... Yeah, but like... He's changed. You know, it's like if you ask a 12-year-old what they would call themselves, they'd be like, I want to be Poopy Bottom, you know? And it's like, well, obviously that's not a great name to have for the rest of your life, Robin, but come on. People make mistakes. <laughs> I have a swastika tattoo on my chest. That's why I'm saying this. <laughs> People make mistakes. Okay. I grew up in Austria. And I'm 100% against neo-Nazis. That'd be... That's good. That's good. Uh, we are too. Robert and I are 100% against neo-Nazis and regular Nazis. All of the Nazis. They get two Old thumbs down. Old and new. Old and new. Like that 89-year-old guy they tried recently because he was a Nazi 100 get years ago. Get him out of here. Uh, no, thank you. I don't care if you've been living peacefully and normally for 60, 70 years. Lock him up. You're a bad dude and you're going to jail, bro. Get out of here. They've harmed family members before, so this made me very wary. Whoa. I asked him about it, and he said that his old friends, who were neo-Nazis, peer pressured him into getting it. It sounds like a real Nazi thing to say. <laughs> this is... I was just following orders. <laughs> <laughs> they told me to get the tattoo. I couldn't say no. <laughs> They'd make fun of me. Oh, my God. How do you get neo-Nazi friends in this day and age? <laughs> Genuine honestly, question. Honestly, Gorian, super easy. They're everywhere. <laughs> they're, they're at the Starbucks. They're at the cinema. They're at the bookstore. They are everywhere. And a lot of them don't even realize they're Nazis. I don't think I've ever met or like seen you a totally neo-Nazi. Have. You totally have. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you telling me I've met a neo-Nazi in my life? Yep. No way, dude. Yeah, There's man. not that many of them in Canada. Yeah, there are. You yeah. Grossly uninformed oh my god we're gonna go for a walk later and you're gonna point out every neo-nazi we see you just gotta ask them what uh, their opinions on certain things excuse me can i see your chest really quickly i guarantee you if a guy called uh a woman mama likely (laughs) neo-nazi he's a bit of a neo-nazi one oh my goodness have you ever had a like a tattoo idea that you were like i really want this but then like now you're thinking like if i got that that would have been stupid no i don't think about that kind of i don't have any tattoos no so do you uh, I don't have any tattoos. I never really had a tattoo idea from like a young age or something like that that I really wanted. And I look back now and like, eh. I don't have bad ideas. I don't have, yeah, I don't have bad ideas. I don't have bad friends. I don't have bad anything. Yeah, that's good. I'm torn. Oh, wait. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> this one just gets wilder and wilder. So he asked about him. His friends were near Nazis. They peer pressured him. He says he doesn't hang out with those friends anymore. Doesn't believe that stuff and is saving up to get the tattoo removed. I'm torn. On one hand, he seems nice and swears that stuff is behind me. This person is not good at writing. She's from it's Austria. That's yeah, true. On the other hand, all caps, neo-Nazi and swastika tattoo. Yeah. How is that not a comic book villain warning sign? I think uh, the new Avengers movie, they're fighting neo-Nazis. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you can ever come back from a swastika tattoo. You really can't. You really can't. Right in the middle of your chest. All right, I'm going to dig deep right now. Say this guy was born and raised somewhere in America where everyone he talks to is a Mm neo-Nazi. And he was raised as a neo-Nazi. And he got that tattoo. And now he's 30 and he doesn't want to do it anymore. He lives in Brooklyn. And he works at an artisanal beer shop. And he's just trying to live that liberal i watched a documentary louis thoreau uh has this phenomenal documentary where he goes 
and just lives with kind of like eccentric, strange people. And he has one called the most hated family in America. And he lives with this neo-Nazi family for, I think, two or three weeks. And he lives with them and they have, you know, a bunch of young children and stuff like that. And it's it's shocking to watch because these little girls, they are homeschooled because they don't want their kids to go to a school and be taught to be friendly to all people of the world. You know, they want very strict, like, you're not going to have any black friends. You're not going to have any Jewish friends. We're just going to hang out with people in our little trailer park home community. So I do see a point where you could be led down this path, you know, because shit happens to people. Right. Yeah. He's saying he's saving up. I'd say we're also not saying that Gorian is a Nazi sympathizer <laughs> either. I don't sympathize with the Nazis. I've seen American History X. It gets crazy. So let's keep going. Let's keep digging. Oh my god. Because I like to stir the pot, you know. <laughs> I like to stir the pot. Controversy here at Bad Vice. Is there anyone um celebrity wise or something like that that's a come back from something this bad? I mean, there's a couple of, like, Scientologists who are trying to, like, speak out against Scientology. That's true. And um, didn't, um, who's the guy from Apocalypto? Mel Gibson, right? <laughs> didn't he, like, do a whole thing where he was, like, he got pulled over and he, like... Yeah, there's, a, yeah. And then now he's kind of, like, everyone's okay with it again, I guess? Fast news cycle. They, it is very fast. People say shit and whatever. How big do you think the swastika tattoo is? I mean... Like, his whole chest? <laughs> That <laughs> it actually extends onto his arms and legs, so when he like does a position, he's like a human swastika. That yeah. would be really hard to come That's a back. Creative from. Nazi, right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I don't know. Probably. I think the the key telling point of whether or not he's changed if he does get it removed is what is what. I mean, I mean, like, if he actually, like... Oh, if... If he gets it removed, then I'd be like, okay, he's definitely, like, not a Nazi. Right. But, you know, you gotta... You're in that gray area, buddy, where, uh... He should say, just try and get it covered up into something else. I was like gonna, a flower. I was about to ask, would, do you think he should keep the tattoo, but kind of, like, integrate it within something else, or, like... And then it, and then he could talk about how he evolved from being a Nazi into something new. I like new. that. Dude, I got the best idea what? It's the Ghostbusters logo with the red sign through it for the Nazi sign. No Nazis. No. No Nazis here. Not here. Not on my chest. You should turn it into some sort of like gorgeous flower. Yeah. There's a great line from Community where they meet someone with a swastika tattoo in their chest. And the guy just says, oh, it's going to be a maze later. <laughs> so maybe this guy can do something like that, you know, make it into like the uh, the shining floor or something like that. Yeah. The hedge maze. But... It's a work in progress. Seems like she has a good judgment of people and she's writing in about this guy that, you know, how long would she have been friends with him before seeing his chest? Well, well, yeah, the question is, I can't remember what the relationship is to this woman. So she's dating a guy who's friends with this Nazi. So she's been pre-dating a guy. Pre-dating a guy. (laughs) And one of his friends approached her and warned him that the guy has a swastika tattoo on his chest, but it's really sweet and it's from the past and he's not like that anymore. So... Even their friends are like, hey, like, you should know ahead of time that he has this thing on his chest, but it's from a long time ago, and he's a good guy, because they're predating, so it kind of seemed like she was into him. Their friends kind of... What if their friends are just messing with her? That's an elaborate, shitty prank. That's a that's a dude prank right there. That's a shitty dude prank. We didn't just even... call her mama instead. <laughs> it's just as embarrassing. <laughs> 
Should I believe him when he says it's over and maybe chip in towards tattoo removal? Or should I end this before it's begun and back away? I don't want him to feel like he is going to be judged forever for this. But on the other hand, I am judging him. I am judging him hard. Well, yeah. As he should do. He's got a swastika yeah. on his chest. You should be pretty weary of that. Hmm. This would kind of make like a kind of a good movie, I feel like. Wouldn't it? No. Ah, yeah, right. It's partly the fact that he didn't tell me himself. Partially the fact that he subscribed to an ideology that would see me and my family dead. Partly the fact that he still has the tattoo and partly my concerns about when he might have done what he might have done while he was with those friends. Yeah. So mid 20s. This is definitely in America. This is an American thing across Hell the board. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm, who even lets you get a swastika tattoo? A, a neo Nazi tattoo. A neo Nazi tattoo artist. Oh my Hell God. yeah. Oh, God. I don't know. I, um, They're probably so common. I have a story about a racist with a tattoo. Um, I was at a pizza pizza once waiting in line to get some pizza, as you do. Where all racists go. And there was a construction worker in front of me. And the line was taking a a kind of a long time. So this guy turns around to me and the people working at the pizza pizza were, you know, not white. They were people of color. And the guy turns around to me and just starts bad mouthing them to me like I'm going to agree with him. Oh, my God. And he had, like, three teardrop tattoos on his fucking oh, face. Jesus. So what do you do? Nod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I was so freaking scared. Oh, my God. Yeah, wow. That's fucked up. that means when you kill someone, right? Like, that's, that's why you get those tattoos. Again, bad tattoo idea. Don't get teardrop tattoos. Not if you want to fly under the radar. Mm-mm. That's right on your face, too. That's not even on your chest. It's nice to say that people shouldn't be judged forever. But you, bleh. but the harm you do to someone can last forever. Even if you change your mind and stop, they still wear the scars. Am I being unduly harsh here? Mm-hmm. I feel guilty about it, but I want to back off. And if I do, I have no idea how to explain to him that is because of something he swears is over. Sincerely, ew, neo-Nazis. Once a Nazi, always a Nazi, I say. If you were Nazi enough to tattoo that on your chest, mm-hmm. there's no, you're, you're done. You're done. You're there's, done? Yeah, there's one thing, like, it's one thing to be, like, raised by Nazis, and then at 16 be like, this is not the life for me, and leaving. But, like, at one point, he was like, I'm going to do it. I'm Peer gonna. pressured. Peer uh, pressured allegedly. by other Nazis. Well, that's the Nazi way, my friend. That's and true. if you're going to give in to that, then you're, you, what else have you given in to? I kind of relate to this girl, because she's kind of like, this is a really good question, because it really is in the middle of when should you forgive someone for something that they did in their past? Because let me tell you, Mark Wahlberg blinded a Vietnamese man when he was 19 living in Boston. I'm sorry, what? Mark Wahlberg blinded a a Vietnamese man when he was 19 living in Boston. And uh, I remember a couple of years ago, he tried to find the guy and like apologize to him because How did he blind him? I need context. He beat him up. Him and his gang of friends beat them up. Marky Mark. Marky Mark and the Violent Bunch. <laughs> um, another one. Uh, who's the guy from Ferris Bueller? Like uh, the guy. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck Ferris. You know, no one yeah. cares what, yeah, yeah, what yeah. else he's been in. He was in an election with Reese Witherspoon. But um, he hit a person with a car and killed them. And he didn't go to prison. He just paid a fine. So. He killed somebody? That Ferris Bueller freaking killed someone so there's a lot of these cases with celebrities where you know just because they are at this top spot right now that they can't come back from it 
Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick, yes. Yeah, so it's one of those things where, you know, you can live to be 100 years old and, you know, you can have a shitty upbringing, you know? What if he was just the Nazi without the tattoo or something like that, you know? I don't know. I feel like... I think you're sympathizing a little too much with you this know, Nazi. You know, right? Fuck this Nazi guy. Mm-hmm. Dump him. There's a million men without swastika tattoos. You do tattoos. not need to date the Nazi. You don't have to. You don't have to predate the Nazi either, honestly. Good Lord. What the hell is predating and, and should we be doing it? Oh, my God. I need I, advice. Have you ever predated anyone? Heck no. I just go right into marriage, bro. Come on. <laughs> you're like, hey, baby. Hey, hey mama. mama. <laughs> Marry mama. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so not a Nazi sympathizer. Um, I just like a good conflict. I think that's what it is, you know? I just like a good... And I'm dying... I didn't read the answer to this because I read the question and it was so good that I'm like, all right, I'm going to go in fresh for the answer. God, we haven't even read the answer yet. No, and um, maybe maybe Captain Awkward's a Nazi sympathizer. Dear you (laughs) neo-Nazis, tattoos can be removed, but that costs money. That's written there. Yeah, money to remove tattoos can be earned. Borrowed, GoFundMe. Can you donate to my GoFundMe to get rid of my Nazi tattoo? That's hilarious. That's yeah, very. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, Sally, whose dog has cancer, and we need five thousand dollars to save it. And uh, Tony has a large swastika tattoo that he doesn't like it anymore. He's decided I'm not a Nazi anymore. Not for me. Not the lifestyle I want. I just feel like you can't just decide you're not a Nazi anymore. You, you're once you decide you're a Nazi, you're yeah. not allowed to not be a Nazi. It's we have all you and I have gone through our whole lives not being Nazis, not being Nazis. We just decided we weren't. But to rebuttal, you could have met and befriended lots of Nazis that you didn't know were Nazis. I feel like I've met some people who definitely have Nazi <laughs> qualities, and I made sure to quickly avoid them. Yes. Oh man, I'm just gonna start checking everyone's chest and skin for any tattoos that can defame them. All you have to do, Gorian, is ask them a couple of basic questions, and it's pretty easy to decide if someone's a Nazi. You know what? I'm going back on your side, Robin. How much does a tattoo removal even cost? It's not that much money to. Honestly, I, if I had a Nazi tattoo, yeah, uh, I'll, and I'll take a loan out for that. Hell yeah, I'd be like, quick, like work day. Mm. And night. What do you need? Like five thousand dollars at most. At like, most. Take the bus instead of driving places. Kid, Save up some money. Lunch. Yeah, like, pack a lunch. Don't eat. Honestly, I would starve myself to get rid of my swastika tattoo. That's nuts. Oh, they, nuts. he had so much time. There's no excuse. He's a fucking Nazi. He, he's probably gonna say one of those things where it's like it's a reminder. Nazi, get him. Get him. Get him. Arrest him. Arrest this man. You can even call him that. There's so much more to this. There are hero tattoo artists who will cover up these youthful indiscretions for free. Oh, I have heard about that. Um, yeah, there's these tattoo people that... Pro bono. Yeah, because like they they kind of get it, right? Like, you know, you get like uh, people who want to leave gang affiliations. Because there are things, you know, you, you grew up in a bad neighborhood. Uh, there's a great uh, This American Life about that. And, yeah, you just have to, you have no other choice if you're going to these high schools. You have to pick a gang to go into, even if it's just streets that you live on. So I do get that if you're raised as, like, a kid and you get gang tattoos and all that, you get sucked into that, you know. And I'm super happy that there are these people that get these tattoos for free, you know. And they can get them removed by these very nice people. But you have to make the effort to do that. And I feel like this guy didn't do the effort. You can't just be like, mm, yeah, it's like an embarrassed, like it's not a fucking mm-hmm. Tweety Bird on your hip. Like, 
Come on, it's a fucking swastika. Get that shit off you if you really don't want it there. His calendar says Friday. It also Had comes up in com- it comes up in conversation. So mm-hmm. it's obviously like a part of your life enough. Like, if I had a tattoo on my chest, don't take off your shirt. Like, well, his friend warned her about it too. He's like, so why do your friends know? I would be like, and also, <laughs> who's your fucking friend? Are these your neo-Nazi friends? Oh. Or are these your real friends? <laughs> Great, keep saving, bro. Also, tattoo removal happens in stages. $200 to $500 per session, multiple sessions depending on size. He could get started for relatively little money. Intending to remove your racist murder symbol and actually (laughs) removing it are two different things. Yeah, man. I didn't even think about this. I'm like, yeah, maybe this guy had... No, he could have like... No. Oh, I have $200 to burn a hole in my pocket. Let's get another laser session done, you know? Let's fade it out a bit. Yeah, no, he's a fucking Nazi, Gordon. He's a Nazi. God damn. <laughs> I love, though, and I love this about you. Is how I you see just, the good in people. You just really don't want him to be a Nazi, and I, that's so I, sweet. I, oh my goodness, this Aww, poor, this cute. poor girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't say that, mama. <sighs> but he's really nice and swears it all over. But he's also someone who once thought it was cool to get a swastika tattooed on his chest like a giant-ass warning label. Like, go ahead and judge. Judge hard. If You don't have to be fair or pre-forgive him for it or listen to stuff about second chances. Let it be a warning label, that is. Nazis murder people and they want to get the state to murder more people. They wear and display symbols to frighten the people they want to kill. We know what Nazis are, Captain. Obvious. <laughs> you should change your name. It's not complicated. If this guy wants to leave his Nazi past behind so bad, he can keep saving up for a tattoo removal and not try to shortcut his way to redemption with your soft, non-judgmental kisses. He'll be judged about that symbol as long as he wears it on his body. You don't have to ignore your instincts to try and prove anything to him. Let him prove himself to you slash to the world first. Redemption is a process, and if he wants it, there's still work ahead. I like how the woman writing in was like, I can chip in too to get these tattoos removed. You know, that's a really nice. It's awfully nice. Uh, why are we nice to Nazis? I know. That's part of our problem. That's why we have them. That's my resolution this year. Be less nice to Nazis. Be more mean to Nazis. I feel like you. There's there is wiggle room for you. <laughs> in that's that a department. bit of adjustment. Um, I don't think I've ever met or seen a Nazi. I haven't even seen Nazi memorabilia in a. Museum. I mean, you've never seen someone with a Nazi tattoo, but you've probably met people with Nazi beliefs. Fuck, that's scary. Yeah, it is oh my scary. God. They're everywhere, and they're becoming. Don't like, say they're everywhere. Like we should check the corners. There's a there's a, a, a right, but you might 8% be eight percent of the population. If they're just becoming like they're really having a revolution right yeah, now. Those tiki I guess guys. That's what I'm saying. The tiki guys, right? Who? There was a picture a couple months ago of a bunch of uh, people in an alt-right rally with, like, tiki torches. Oh. oh. Yeah. Good lord. Redemption is the process. Your script could be, I've enjoyed talking with you these last few weeks, and I hope you're telling the truth about leaving all that behind. I don't think anything is going to happen with us right now, and I wanted to let you know. Good luck getting that tattoo removed. You don't really have to explain more. He has a murder symbol permanently inscribed on his body. (laughs) People like his old friends have hurt members of your family. Dating rejection goes with that territory. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. There's a lot. And like the the crazy thing is too is like if you're predating someone and you're like. Stop using that 
term as though it's like a normal thing. You're predating you're someone. Like, no, they're on a predate. Like that's a thing. Yeah, dude. It's because no one has ever asked you out on a predate before. Whatever. This is for sure predate. It's I this the woman that writes in must kind of be like a little crushed because it's like oh it's always fun when it's like oh you meet someone new and it's like you're hanging out and you feel like something's gonna happen right you feel that little inclination happening. It's a predate. It's a predate, and then now you know maybe she doesn't meet that many people. And she's like really trying to like turn this guy around. Now that's a movie there. It's that's- such a female thing. They're always like, I can change him. Draw the line. <laughs> Draw the line at Nazi. Like, okay, he has a messy room. You can change him. Oh, he like Bites has his bad nails. breath. Yeah. yeah. Change him. Sure. He's unemployed. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But like, draw the line at How swastika. Good you looking can do- must he be? If she's like uh, an Aryan prince, prince. <laughs> <laughs> was, I just get lost in those blue, blue oh, eyes. Oh my god, that beautiful blonde hair! <laughs> I do like the way um, Captain Awkward's going at this, though. Uh, very to the point. Um, it's a little long-winded, if you ask me. I say he's a Nazi. <laughs> back away. All right, let's finish up this guy. Please, please watch out for any attempts to paint you as the only girl who understands or yeah. the one who could redeem all that. He's going to manipulate the hell out of you. We can be glad people are moving in a better direction. It doesn't mean we have to prove anything to them or get close to them as a reward for doing something they should have done all along, i.e. not be Nazis. <laughs> and please deliver the news that flirting time is over by text from a safe distance. Flirting time is over. This predate is over uh check please it's a post date thank you for the check mama (laughs) this is a dating themed one (laughs) yeah well you know i feel like they're all going to be a little dating themed from here on out don't even remember what my first oh my first question was about dating they're all about dating what was your first question (laughs) god it feels like hours ago (laughs) how long have we been doing this i just woke up like two minutes ago (laughs) from a blackout P.S. Wanting to date Asian women is not necessarily a sign of reformed beliefs about race. Sorry. With Nazis, it can always get creepier. That's the truth. That's the gospel truth. Ain't that truth. the truth, Ruth? It can always get creepier. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one's kind of cut can. and dry. Yeah, in the can. Like, um, you know, come back a year. Yeah. See if he's removed the tattoo or taken steps to get the tattoo removed, you know? Mm-hmm. And if not, mm, more fish in the sea, baby. Literally, you can do better. Yeah, there's a there's a tons of non-Nazis out there. Honestly, I'm kind of f- furious that this Nazi guy is getting a pre-date, and I can't get a pre-date to save my life. I know, I've never been on a pre-date, and I'm uh, a little upset about that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the Nazis are taking all of our pre-dates from us, Robin. Oh, yeah. No fair. We have really put ourselves out there today as these single, lonely... The Nazis. No. No, sorry. Slip of tongue. We, uh, so yeah, to sum it up, um, neither of us can get dates. Um, neither of us can give advice. I mean, I think we give legit advice. I do like doing this podcast and saying this advice and then reading the replies and being like, Nailed it. We did it. Yeah. Anyone could do this job. It's so freaking easy to give someone advice. Don't say that. We need people to think we are highly skilled That's and that this true. podcast is worth listening to, which it totally is. Um, good have, one. Good week. Do you have a short one? 
Do you have another how short lo- How one? long have we been going? Buck 15, but I feel like if we have one more. No, I don't have another oh one. Oh, my God. Unprepared. Do you? Do you? I have one, but it's a pretty good one, and I feel like, you know, hey, let's go long today. Why not? Why not? Why not? Um, I'm having fun. Yeah. Well, this will be the last one, okay. and it's our girl, Lucinda. Oh, see, I'm in. Right in. <laughs> and I swear to you, no Nazis in this one. Good. Thank God. No bulimia in this one either? Because last week you really brought us down with that. Oh my God, it's about that. bulimic Nazis. <laughs> Dear friend or foe, my friend Sarah met my now former best friend Diane through me. After the two started hanging out, I was a little annoyed and jealous, but I let it go. But when I decided that Diane, who backed out of being my maid of honor at my wedding, wasn't someone I wanted to be close to, Sarah complained that I was making her feel like she had to choose between us. Get all I, that? No. No? That was... That was a lot, right? Confusing. So, she has a friend, Sarah, who met her former best friend, Diane. Okay, so, this so her one, friends met. Yeah, and okay. her best friend is Diane, who backed out of being um, a maid of honor. Maid of honor. And Sarah complained that I was making her feel like she had to choose between us. Okay. So, here's another person. Enter Bianca. Oh. What a great name. a sexy name. Bianca. Hmm. An acquaintance who approached me and said she wanted a deeper friendship. (laughs) This is a big lesbian thing, isn't it? No, it's not, Robin. Come on. (laughs) I opened my heart and told her about my break with Diane, and she assured that she had my back. Okay. I also introduced Bianca to Sarah, and they started a bond, which I was fine with. Although by then I began to notice a pattern. Sarah wanted to get close to anyone I was close to. She's a friend vampire. So as it stands, friend vampire, I like that. So Sarah's the former best friend who's snaking all of this woman's friends. Okay. Whether it be Diane, whether it be Bianca. Right. And she backed out of a maid of honor at a wedding? Diane did. Did she just skip the wedding or was she like, eh? She was like, I don't really like you that much. Yeah, I'm just going to be it in the crowd. Be right. be right. Mm-mm. Maid of dishonor. You made that joke last week. I will make it next week as well. <laughs> All right. One Saturday, a few months later, Sarah told me she was crafting with her fiance. I found out later on Facebook that Bianca had been there, too. I forgot it. I forgot about it until I got an email that Bianca, Sarah and Diane were were going canoeing. I'd vocalized that I was too busy to do anything that weekend. Still, I was stunned and hurt not to have been invited. Uh, Canoes only fit three people, bro. You can't fit four people in a canoe. That's too many people. Big canoe. No, because you get the one person in the middle who gets like to ride the canoe and just have fun. And then the people in the front and back do it, you know. There's no room in the canoe. I'm sorry. Also, she vocalized that she was busy, but is upset they didn't invite her. She's a whore. Dude, (laughs) what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, my God. Listen and pay attention, okay? Okay. God. Something's wrong with you this week. I'm in a bit of a angsty mood, I think. I'm going to send you an email later, okay? <laughs> like these people do. Do you ever get that where it's like you let people know you can't make it to something, but you're kind of like, I wish they still invited me? No, I'm very much a... We're normal people. We're, I'm a hermit. And yeah. I'm like, I can't come. And I totally could come. <laughs> <laughs> I confronted Bianca, who played dumb, and said she found out about the trip two hours before uh, hey, Robin, in two hours, I'm going canoeing for the weekend. You want to come? No. <laughs> <laughs> Good, because the canoe's full. She must have then emailed Sarah about my complaint. Next thing I knew, Sarah had sent me an incredibly nasty email referring to me as Queen Bee. 
telling me I needed to let go of my jealousy and saying that life wasn't a popularity contest. She even had the nerve to ask me if I was abandoned as a child. What? Mm, I felt hurt and betrayed by everyone, These including women. Bianca, ay, 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 who it turned ay. out had set up the craft time with Diane and Sarah. Oh my god! When I confronted Bianca about forwarding my email to Sarah, she lied and said she hadn't. So, a lot of jealousy, a lot of people stealing friends. Oh my god, it's so petty. You ever have a friend get stolen from you? Are you worried about someone stealing me away from you as a friend? Yes, I am. It happens every day. It's scary to me, Gorian. What are you going to do if I fucking leave you? You're not going to have anything. You're going to have a one-lady podcast. <laughs> Which would be riveting, and I would just get on the get on the horn and ra- rant about... Get off the horn, please. You. Even so, both Sarah and Bianca think this is all about me and Diane, but it's not. It has to do with all three of them being sneaky and withholding information. Sarah's trying really hard to be buds again. She offered to watch my dog when I travel. She likes She's the gonna, dog. She's kill <laughs> no, are you kidding me? What are you saying, dude? Like, between the question, you snorted something from your pocket, and now you're being really aggressive. And I don't freaking like it, bro. Honestly. I'm just like... Show me your chest right now and prove there's no swastika. I don't here. know. I feel like I got a little angsty, and I'm losing faith in people after that last question. Yeah. And... There's never questions like, oh, I have all this chocolate I got to eat. How do I do it? You know, it's yeah, always like, like oh, I've, I, which friend do I call to help me? Chocolate's a Nazi. Yeah, it's tough up there on the internet. I also like that she thinks that Sarah's trying to be friends with her again by offering to not hang out with her, but instead watch her dog. <laughs> hey, let's be friends again. Can I hang out with your dog and not you? Can I hang out with your dog and your husband? <laughs> Can we do crafts together? <laughs> And send spicy emails back and forth. Sexy. <sighs> she even offered to watch my dog. I haven't decided how or what I'm going to do, but I've noticed that Sarah's starting to get close to other good friends of mine, too. Please tell me how to defuse the situation. Sincerely, help. I've been poached. Get new friends that aren't so petty. Yeah. Honestly, if I had women in my life like that, I'd be like, ladies, good night. Why do people want to keep these toxic relationships? Why are they so precious to them? Because they put time into it, I guess. I mean, but like we we dump men all the time. <laughs> Not Nazis, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that one. You, they try and make that work as much as possible <sighs> from the sounds of it. Yeah, it's tiring. I don't know. I don't know. I just... You're broken this week. You just <sighs> gave up on humanity. Next week, I'm going to find us some really fun and uplifting columns to bring in. We need to do a fetish episode. Where All fetish. That'd be fun. Mm, would it? I think it would be, we would have interesting takes on it. Mm-hmm. Dear, We'd learn a lot about oh, each other. Oh my God. <laughs> TMI. <laughs> Dear help, I've been poached. A victim of friend poaching once myself. Lucinda, I'm sorry. That is sad. And now I'm just like. Robin's beating a pillow. I need comfort. I wrote an essay a bunch of years ago on the very subject. From your description, sweet Magnamia Sarah sounds like a classic FP indeed. Friend poacher. <laughs> the generous reading is that she just loves everyone she meets and can't stop pursuing new friendships. The less generous interpretation is that, like some kind of friendship Don Juan. Don Juan. Do you know who Don Juan is? Yeah. What is that? He's uh, He's like a... What's the word? He sleeps with a lot of women. Uh, like Don John, like that uh, movie that came out, right? 
It's Don Juan. No, but there was a fucking movie called Don John. I guess it's parroting that. Yeah. Or a Donna Juanita, as they call women like that. Second. Or as you call them, whores. <laughs> she enjoys drawing others in before spitting them out again. I suspect she's guilty only of the former, and here's why. You've managed to feel hurt and excluded by three of your girlfriends. Could they really all be two-faced schemers? Certainly, feeling left out is awful as an adult, just as it was on the schoolyard. Yeah, Bullying this is like episode. Mean girls. Like, hi... Lindsay Lohan and Mean Girls, like, <laughs> get, like, find your Janice and call it a day. Exactly. But it might be time to take a look at how you're contributing to your own alienation. I've never heard of anyone outside the military, gangland, or the mafia assuring her new bestie that she has her back. I have your back. Hey, listen, I know we just became friends recently, but I got your back. Didn't she say that she was like, what did, she said it up here. Um, let me just pull this up really quick. She uh, she wanted a deeper friendship. I opened my heart and told her about my break with Diane. I would feel so strange if a new friend was like, listen, I want to get really deep and personal with you. Yeah. That'd be like, oh, whoa, save that for the pre-date, okay? Listen, <laughs> let's just talk and play video games for now. Oh, Lucinda. I guarantee you these women are not playing video games. <laughs> friendship is supposed to be about confession and companionship, not swearing your allegiance. <laughs> What's more, paranoia tends to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. The more you rant and rave about having been scrapped from scrapbook night, <laughs> <laughs> the more your friends will begin to feel as if they have to invite you out, rather than desire to do so because your company is such a delight. I feel like I'm that friend sometimes. Regarding Canoe Weekend, you did say you were busy. And forwarding others' emails is something all of us do by accident all the time. <laughs> Bianca shouldn't have lied about it. But nor can you assume that she purposely exploited your privacy. You don't mention how you and Bianca are getting on now, but it sounds as if Sarah is offering to make a fresh start of it. I suggest taking her up on it. Her email was harsh, yes, but I'm sorry to say it sounds as if it contains some uncomfortable truths. Sincerely, friend or foe. I still can't get over that she backed out of being the bride of honor or whatever, the bridesmaid thing. That that's like your big day, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's in the fucking pamphlet. It's also a big deal to be asked to be someone's maid yeah, of honor. Yeah, and to say yes. That's a commitment, right? You're not like... Mm, it's an, mm. You should feel honored. Honored. Yeah, I just feel like people are spending too much... They're investing too much time in these people who aren't worthy of their time. Mm -hmm. Like Nazis and, and petty women. Yeah. and like Same thing to me, honestly. I don't know. I got... I got bullied enough when I was young. I don't need it now. Yeah, they, it's, it's kind of shitty to say. These people kind of have to grow a backbone and kind of just like yeah. take two steps back and I would look rather, at their friends and friendships. I would rather spend all my time alone. alone. Yeah. <laughs> then have to. And, it, and the thing, too, is that she, the, it sounds like they're trying to make it right again. You know, they're trying to invite her out to things. So they're like, okay, guys, like. But why were they dicks in the first place? Probably, honestly, maybe this woman's not that fun to be around. You're a Nazi sympathizer, but you think this woman isn't so fun to be around? That's cool. Don't call me a Nazi sympathizer, because people will believe it. True, they're going to just take that little clip and... Look, like, Robin knows Gorian really well. She wouldn't lie like that. <laughs> no, um, I think she should approach the friends again. If Sarah's trying to make this effort to be friends with her again, especially as adults, that seems like the adult thing to do, send emails and try and fix friendships. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that was a long one today. 
Wow, how long? Buck 28. Wow. That's a feature-length film right there. We should wrap this mama up. Yeah, let's put this mama to sleep, all right? Um... On Monday, Gorian and I are recording an episode of the Royal Canadian Film Podcast. Heck yeah, dude. It's That's gonna be exciting. awesome. And uh, I'll give you the DVD when you leave. Yeah, I need to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, um and then next week mm-hmm, Saturday. So this week this what you're you're listening to this on a Thursday, oh hopefully. This coming week, the next Thursday, we're going to have our very first guest on the show. And we're really excited. Her name is Danita Steinberg. This is a companion of yours. Um, I we're not super close friends. I just really oh, then don't admire. bring her on. No, I she's a very funny comedian, and oh, I've okay, seen her, her on, on. St- yeah, I've seen her on stage. Can I call uh, her a mama? few times? I don't think she would like that, but you can I'm introduce ask. her as a mama. Um, and she hosts a, a com- her own comedy show called Cabbage Town Comedy. Um, I love Cabbage Town. Yeah, it's monthly. You're going to be on it, right? I'm going to be on it next month. Yeah, nice. on May 24th. Um, and it's at May 24. This, May 24. Nice. Yeah, so I'll it's at the Social Social Smith Studio. Cool. And, uh, yeah, we're having Danita on, and I'm excited. We're scrapping together all of our um, swastika removal funds to get another <laughs> microphone set up. Yes, so, we're going to get a third um, mic. We're nice people, just don't look at our chests. Yeah, we're keeping the tats for another week. I'm That's... fucking scared of other people meeting us, dude. We're weird as fuck. It's going to be an... In- it, we're, I'm a little hesitant to... Uh, Bring a new dynamic in. Mm-hmm. See how it's gonna work. But we uh, need like another chair or something. Or you gotta stop man spreading on this freaking couch, bro. <laughs> Full I'll on move splits. Over. Yeah, I'll you'll move, move over. over. You and I can cuddle here. We'll give her the captain no, seat. No, no, no. I'm the captain now. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to Bad Advice this Thank week. Thank you so much. You guys are killing um, it. Make sure to rate us and comment. Yeah. You know, if you see us in the streets, keep your head down and keep walking. We now have a website. We do. Uh, it's uh, badvicepodcast.ca. Love it. Where you can send us emails or anonymous uh, bullying. Or you can bully us. Yeah. But uh, if you yeah. have anything that you want to say about the, mm-hmm. this episode or any of the other episodes, we'd love to hear from you. I actually do have um, a couple of revisions and things that people have sent me about the individual questions. So I kind of want to compile them for next time yeah. and we can just run through the list because uh, I've had some, uh, I've had the butter explained to me about why. Uh, oh, no way. Yeah, why um, these people eat lots of butter. Um, I had Shavir try to explain to me, remember the cool four-legged homosexual cat comment oh yeah i think he got to the bottom of that so i'm kind of excited to bring that in so please do we'll have like a review um i had someone a friend of yours message me um that said that they were on team gorsway and i'm a little offended by that because you have no fans (laughs) so yeah you should be offended and if i have any fans could you please message us Mm -hmm. because i need something in my life yeah at Bad Vice Podcast on our Instagram? Bad Vice Podcast. Oh, yeah. We're at Bad Vice Podcast on Instagram. We're badvicepodcast.ca on the internet. We're killing it. Um, We're scooping up all these domains like it's nothing. Yeah. So we want to interact with you. So send us stuff. You heard how lonely we are. We have no predates in the near future. Zero. And, uh,. I I haven't got stung on Bumble in a while, if you know what I mean, ladies. Fucked raw. (laughs) Sorry, Robin's mom. (laughs) 
We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for Love listening. Love you. Love you, Gorian. <laughs>